0: Well,
1: are y'all drinking on anything right now? Nope, not at, all. not at all.
0: Oh, that's because you drunk your you you drank your weight and go this week. Absolutely. I saw that. Damn sure so <laughs> did. <good. laughs> I'm having an saw- IPA.
1: <laughs>
0: nice. I'm going to open up this IPL that Vol um, Republic, uh, one of our sister groups uh, with PBoost North Texas, she came down to do our beer collaboration and we did at Four Corners, so she brought that, uh, brought a six pack, so I indeed took six pack, uh, so I'm going to pop that open. Um, um I'm making a Saison from Frothy Beard Brewing. Um I love Saisons. I say I bleed Saisons to sweat lagers, so that is my <laughs> motto. But I am making a Saison for my second cup right now and I'm so excited. Okay. Are you traditional Saison or are you uh, wanting? because I think I had something that was uh I, it was a cantaloupe something? I did not try it, but are you with more traditional or do you want to, do you like exploration? Like, So I'm a traditional things. Saison person, but I will try funky, Same. But not if they're not like, I don't want my like, horse blanket or anything like that, but I am pretty mm-hmm. much a traditional Saison. So we have a brewery here in Chelsea called uh, Munkle Brewing It's a the Belgian brewery, and they make Munkle Saison throughout the summer. And I live with each other every single day that I'm off to drink their saison. And then I mm-hmm. go to another brewery after that. <laughs> okay, okay. Um,
2: hey everybody, it's Brandon Scott from Scale of Friends.
0: Hey Brandon, um, we got two more minutes um, before we start,
1: and
0: because everybody, like I don't know, <clears throat> with club with Clubhouse is like a delay. Um, This is, Hey, we're live. That's why we start like five after. Um, And I do some, uh, some banter. So let's see, we actually did have, uh, black beer delegates. We had an event on yesterday at Hop and Sting. We had a lot of beer, um, and. It was great. It was really good.
2: Yeah, I know um, y'all feeling it today.
0: Uh, I have a hangover, so <laughs> a but that was because I did not drink any water, so
2: I paid for it. Ah uh, man, you luckiest, you luckiest now. in two weeks from now, you really be hurting. I think the the weather out here in Dallas is gonna be in the like ninety five this weekend. So the cool weather is over.
0: Oh, yeah. Someone just posted, I said, uh, newcomers, uh, Texas is just warming up. It's just heating up. That's, you know.
2: Oh, 100%.
0: It's <laughs> on the blazers. Awesome. All right. Let's see. It is five after. So welcome to Being Black and Craft. Uh, this is Andrew the Undeniable Vixen, where our motto is we uh oh my goodness, okay, <laughs> somebody's texting me a whole bunch of stuff. I'm sorry. Uh where our motto is we recognize that we imp- oh my gosh, I done got tongue tied. That totally threw me off. People have thrown me off today. I have forgotten our, I've literally forgotten our own motto. That is horrible of me. <laughs> I promise you, I haven't had anything to drink today, not yet. Well, I've okay. from yesterday. Over. Good evening. Welcome to Being Black and Craft. This is Angie, the undeniable vixen. Where our mantra is: we don't apologize for recognizing our influence on craft beer. We also have the mayor Kendrick, also uh, one of our moderators, and Chris is in the Netherlands. He may come in. He may not. But um, just had some things that we're going to go over and, um, some housekeeping things, and then we'll talk to our guests. So, um, if y'all, uh, possibly were in the room on last week where we did the recap of, um, CBC got a lot of feedback from there. Um, a lot of extending, uh, people listening to uh the replays and i was just on the uh texas graph gills um dei committee member meeting and uh they were giving me a shout out as well as some other places um where we gave our perspective and i hope that um people really did see a good overview of what my personal experience experience was with C F C B C and that i am not discounting um uh, our lgbtqai plus plus community i'm just saying to ensure that when we ask these uh entities overall there are things that have happened to us in the black community that they have not spoken on and to make sure that it's not only led up to the BA or the guild, it's up to us, us members here in these certain sections to do the work, to make the change, because we can touch people a little bit easier. We can go to certain places a little bit easier than this big conglomerate and sometimes our hands are tied um being on the other side you know it just it doesn't always work that way but uh that that conversation is going to continue for some time now and um i will want to know when you do go to these other conventions and these other conferences and these other festivals are you seeing that charge to the ba being displayed at these other places because they are are most definitely been put on notice um and that's a good thing they know that we're watching we they know that we are taking a very keen eye because we do not have to come to your shit because we are building our own shit and it will be inclusive it will be a, a place that is welcome and if no one else is abiding to that you can leave and um i think that's a good thing so uh other thing i wanted to mention was it's almost time june is almost here jen's uh cracked the bill for all cracked for action conference will start on june 15th through the 17th um which is father's day I will still be in Atlanta on that day. Oh, that's the 18th. Sorry. That's the 18th because Lifting Lucy will be hosting an event, uh, Brewster's brunch that is exclusively for women of color to come have brunch, have a space where we can uplift each other, commune with each other, break bread with each other and have uh, an opportunity to share things that we can, but pretty much say, yeah, I get it. I understand Jackie, really. And so, Angie, Andy, yes.
1: is it on Saturday or is it on Sunday? It's gonna be you on that Father's
0: Sunday, Day. Father's Day. Yes, okay. it is gonna be on Father's Day. I don't know what I'm gonna do with my father. He's going to, I, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain that to him now. Uh, but I'm gonna have to, cause I will be in Atlanta, cause I have work. What time? What, what time do you leave
3: out on Sunday?
0: It's gonna be that evening. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be that evening. Yeah. All sure. right. Uh, and it'll be uh, the people that we know that are gonna be at in Atlanta during that time frame will be sending out invitations. So you're on the list so for the man of the hour we have brandon with tequila with friends and uh if y'all recall i mentioned at the beginning of may that i wanted to do uh tequila because we have two tequila brands that i know of that are in the dallas Work area so um i've met with ricky personally because she's come to one of our bottle shares but I haven't met Brandon, but I know that they're friends and um, they have been uh, making lots of moves. So thank you, Brandon, for joining us. I know that you have a limited time. So, um, y'all, I won't have time to really open up for questions, but I will um, do the interview. And then, if there's anything else, um, I'm sure any questions, you can always reach. Um, dealing uh, with brands on um, probably their Instagram, their messaging, or um, via their email. So, Brandon, uh, as I said, I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions, and um, just want to know if that's okay.
2: Of course, of uh, course. Thank you so I lo- much. I lo-
0: Yes, yes, I love consent. So, okay, great. <laughs> um, so I I know that you are, um based out of Dallas for work, and you have been in the tequila business. You're one of the partners. You've been in the tequila business for how long?
2: Yeah, so uh, first of all, thank you so much just for having me, period. Um, we've been on shelves for th- about three years now. We've been kind of just building building the business oh. in this space for, for going on five years. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> when well, we originally launched, uh, Tequila with friends, we actually launched it first as a blog. Like, we are just a couple of guys that are like true tequila nerds. We've tried all types of stuff. We've studied it. We've, of course, we've been to Guadalajara. Um, and we were like, let's just see if we can create a community of other folks that just love tequila. Um, and that's kind of what, how we jumped into the space originally um, before we pivoted to actually kind of building out our own brand about five, years, a little over five years ago.
0: Okay um so let me see if how i can ask this without being rude so i know there's four of you Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna see if i can put in my picture who's who um because i know that there's also a little bit more of a story there um when i when i first uh heard about y'all so if y'all do a um if You pull down, pull down on the app. You'll see the pictures of the guys. Um, and I have, uh, from left to right, can you see it, Brandon?
2: I can't. I'm trying to figure out how to do that.
0: Yeah, if you take your finger on your phone and just pull it down,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it'll pop back up, and it'll, it'll. It's basically what we're doing is refreshing your screen.
1: Yep, I understand that. (laughs) Let's see, let's see.
0: But it's just, it's basically just a picture of y'all. Okay. uh, That y'all are sitting, um, two people are holding a bottle. Yep. You're on the right. Yep. So, gentleman on the left, he doesn't have any facial hair, it doesn't look like, or very very little. Yeah, he just has a protein.
2: Gotcha, yep. And Okay, so you know what picture I'm talking about? Yep, I
0: sure do. Okay, okay, so can you tell us who's who in the picture?
2: Absolutely, absolutely, there we go. Now I can see, I can see it now, it's, okay. a, it's a thing now. Um, Yeah, on the left is Cornelius Arnick. Uh, he is, he acts as our Chief Operations Officer and um, he's also over compliance. So uh, what he's kind of responsible for at CWF is really just making sure that we have our product, making sure that we are, um getting ahead of like trends we see in market, making sure our regulatory side of our house is is, uh, squared away. Um, The liquor laws in each state differ. Um, So we're in Texas, the DMV area, so DC, Maryland, Virginia, as well as in Southern California. We also ship nationwide and we're getting ready to launch actually a few more states. So he's constantly going through um, the legality of like what we need to do to be compliant in each state. And then of course, making sure we have product, um, at the top of the picture in the dead center is uh, Roderick West. He acts, He oversees all of our business development. So really making sure that we're bringing on new accounts from an on and off premise space, uh, from on and off premise uh, point of view. So he oversees that. And then at the bottom is Devin Woodson. He oversees marketing. And on the right, that's me. And I'm our CEO and CFO. Perfect. Perfect.
0: Um. So those who may not know the story, uh, y'all are, grew up as friends and y'all went to college or y'all found each other at college?
2: No, we uh, we grew up as friends. Um, between okay. the four of us, um, I have known the folks in, in that picture between 20 to, uh, tw- yeah, 19 to like 26, 27 years. So, We've known each other for a really, really long time. Well, well before college.
0: What high school did y'all go to? Uh,
2: a couple of us went to Carter High School. Um Came, oh. at, we all came out. Seven. Yep. Okay, I
0: won't hold that against
2: you. Where'd Stop you go?
0: Bears, golden Bears.
2: I mean, there's nothing for you to hold against me. Y'all, y'all are winning. How you gonna be winning and trying to hold something against me? <laughs> I was out there rooting for y'all the last couple of years. <laughs> well, I'm
0: 88, so it's it's it was a whole different a whole different element you
2: might have you might have been there with cornelius's uh mom our coo she went to SOC. i think she's i think she's 88 or 89 but yeah she she was there too.
1: cool
0: so um although i've never really you know this is my first time actually talking to you i've heard so much about the brand Mm -hmm. and i have uh because My side hustle. I'm a brand ambassador, so when I see people, especially if I'm doing something very sweet, and I'm talking to a gentleman who's like, "Yeah, so my doctor said I can drink, but he really doesn't. He doesn't know." And I go through the little bit of. I'm always know a little bit to be dangerous. So I would love for you to share with us the story as far as um, the friendship and the connection. Mm-hmm. and the history that made y'all really dive deep into tequila
2: yeah de- definitely um so um just for everybody i assume i don't know anybody on the call um i'm a type one diabetic and i actually found that found out that i was diabetic the first day of college um Roderick, the guy I referred to earlier um, him and i actually went to college together and we were roommates and we're, we're also line brothers um that first day of college um i had been having issues um normal stuff that basically tells people are diabetic. So he kind of forced me to go figure that out. And I went to the the health center on campus and they tested my blood sugar and figured I was diabetic. So in college, as I'm kind of getting used to my new normal, of course you start trying different spirits. You're in college, you're kind of living life. And the one thing that I figured out that my body could metabolize well was tequila. And of course my friends being good friends, of course we'd always get together. And then Roderick and I went to school together. Um, They kind of just came over to the tequila space with me because it was basically something that all of us can do together. Um, It's not whiskey. It's not going to shoot my sugar through the roof. Um, So that's where you really get kind of the birth of Tequila with Friends. It's one of those things that all the friends can share together. It's not going to send us to the hospital. My body can actually metabolize it well. So that's kind of where Tequila with Friends was birthed was literally because as a diabetic, it is like the best spirit that my body can actually metabolize.
0: Yeah, and that's a really, I, I love that story. I love hearing about the story. And i have share that with many um, men, especially um, African-American men who come up to me and I do something that I don't normally do, which is like, don't get this, go get that. And it'll be, <laughs> Either is if, if if I don't see tequila with friends and I see ego, either one of them, I say, and they can live here and right here in DFW. I was like, oh yeah, I want that. Or I've been to at a store where they were looking for it.
2: Oh, well, um, I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. So it's, it, it really is being, um, <clears throat> a sought after brand. So with, um, what part of Mexico are you? Are you? Is it from Jalisco? Yes. Or, so okay, yeah. It is from so Jalisco,
2: so te- tequila is similar to champagne, where for it to be considered tequila, it can only come from basically the Jalisco state. There's a little bit outside of Jalisco, but by and large, it it has to come from Jalisco. um So for like agave, the plant agave plant period, there are over I think a hundred types of agaves. For tequila specifically, mm-hmm. it has to be from blue Weber agave. And it has to come from that region so anything that's comes from agave that does not come from that region is of course the spirit mezcal so like a traditional mezcal which is honestly the fastest growing um fastest growing like spirit in in the world right now it's obviously it's really small but just in terms of like growth mezcal is mezcal is on tear right now Mm
0: -hmm. that's one of my Friends' favorite, um, and with me exploring a little bit of uh, of tequila, some places I say like it's on in the almost like Scottish, like okay, this is in the highlands, this is yep. in the valley. So yep. how, because you've gone, so what what is your preference? Are you are you wanting it like in the highlands? Is that going to be a better blue weber than somewhere
2: else i don't know about better i wouldn't use the word better um i would use it okay. different so for ours specifically mm-hmm. ours is a blend of both lowland and highland agave okay so highland agave tends to be sweeter uh so if you if you're tasting a tequila that's that is 100 agave and it tastes sweeter than maybe a different brand and they're both 100 agave you're probably drinking a highland a Highland tequila, a, a tequila that uses Highland agave. Um, ours is a blend of both, so it has some of the sweeter tones um, as it goes down, and then on the lowlands, kind of has more of a vegetal, a little bit more earthier taste to it. So you get a really smooth blend of both with ours. um I do think that uh, it really just depends on a person's palate, but I think a blend. To me, I think a, a blend is the the best way to go. Um,
0: okay. And one thing that I, I wanted to see if you have any takes on, how do you get people? I'm just going to say people. I'm thinking specifically about our community. Yeah. Get them to understand that tequila is for sipping and not for
2: shots. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. Uh We do a lot of sampling events. Um, So we're constantly talking to people about tequila. Uh, We we actually, last month, just finished a pretty big uh, blitz, tasting blitz up here in North Texas uh we we recently launched in all of the specs in north texas are 20 26 specs up here so we were trying to do tastings at as many of them as possible and then really just talking to folks um so that i would say that would be one way the other way is from the on-premise standpoint like restaurants and bars that carry us when we do um events or we actually go in like we actually will sit down with folks and kind of talk to them about it and then really working with restaurants to showcase it the way you want it, the way you want people to enjoy it, just so they can taste it. And then, then if they want to make, you know, drink custom drinks, et cetera, then they can do that. But you really want people to actually taste the product first.
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Um, There is one place and I'll shoot you the information. There's a tequila bar here uh, in Addison. I'm not sure if you know of it, but it is, they only sell tequila and they will do a flight and it is with the salt and well the pepper and the orange and different you know it's just the the whole accoutrements of how you should experience tequila and i think that if people saw that um just like when we do beer and charcuterie board they will be more apt to relax and try to savor what's going on um now, yeah, I noticed you
1: have a
2: blanco. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say it's funny you mentioned this topic because <laughs> <clears throat> Roderick, the the guy in the center of the picture, he had an an older um, Hispanic coworker. This is probably about eleven or twelve years ago, and we were out drinking with his, some of his colleagues. And as an older guy, he was like, "I see how much y'all appreciate tequila." I'm gonna just give you guys kind of just the, the rundown on how we actually enjoy tequila. He's like, you only take shots of shit tequila. You do not take shots of good tequila. You actually savor the notes. You, you kind of, you know, swish it around, you're smelling it. Like you're actually tasting it. Um, and then he kind of hipped us to the game of around, you know, when you're drinking quality stuff, you really, I mean, if you wanna make a, a, a custom cocktail, you can, but you really shouldn't have to mask the taste of really well-made tequila
0: right it's uh kind of like how we would um thinking as far as uh those green bottles or those clear bottles uh that you have on the beach and they get a uh, lighting struck yep and that's why they have the lime and you know in the corners they have that stuff because they're trying to mask it the blue moons of it you know with the uh orange wedge it's not because it's so great it's because
2: we're really
0: trying to get
2: you to get just drink it down, yeah, <laughs> instead of like enjoying it, yeah, um, 100%. Hey, Ken and a Ken Noble in the chat says something I, I do want to just hit on real quick about yeah. it being Mexican whiskey. So, like, for repos, just, just so everybody's on the same page, so reposados for it to be a reposado, it has to be aged between three months to a year, anejo between one month to th- one year to three years, and extra anejo is three or more years. I'll, most tequila brands are actually aging their tequila in former whiskey barrels. A lot of them are, not all of them, but most of them are. We, for our brand, we de- we definitely are. We're, we're using American white oak barrels. So you're like spot on with the Mexican whiskey piece. Hmm.
0: Okay. Um, let's see. And my, I guess my last question, because I know you, you have a hard stop. Uh, looking at your pictures, who's a cigar smoker? Are y'all all cigar smokers, or just one person, or was that just a random picture?
2: Uh, we have a few that that most of them, most of my team smoke cigars. I don't, uh, but most of my oh, team huh? does though, which we're which we okay. super excited to uh, launch the añejo. I think people are gonna really love that. So we're we're trying to actually work with some uh, cigar bars out here. It's one in, it's mm-hmm. one kind of way out there. LGs that we work with now. Um, so we're yeah. look, looking forward to, to dropping in Yeho and a few more of those. We know it's going to be like a perfect pairing.
0: I just started following them. I just saw them in Allen cause that's close to me. So okay. I was going to ask you what, what to pair with it. Um, so you're thinking then Yeho would be a good pairing for. Um...
2: Yeah. We have folks that like our rep mm-hmm. too. too. I, I will okay. say by and large, most people don't pair Blancos with with a good cigar. I, I haven't seen yeah. it at least. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but I have not seen it. That, that's not the norm for sure.
0: Would you say that the, the Blanco would be the perfect, like your margaritas and Palomas yeah. for yep. that uh, compared to anything else? And I think that's probably why you haven't seen it because it's a cocktail kind of um, liquid compared yep. to the others that have their own that kind of stand by themselves.
2: Um, yeah, and I and I will say I, I get the question all the time. Like, what's my favorite? My favorite uh, is the reposado, but second probably would be our blanco, just on the rocks. If I put a lime in there, great. But if not, um, like I think our blanco mm-hmm. is great stand whether you're mixing it or actually just drinking on the rocks or or, or neat.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, we have we have a couple cigar smokers in the room. Um, okay. Well, I know that um, you have something coming up, don't you? Like for Memorial Day or in June?
2: Yeah, we got we always have a okay. ton, ton of stuff coming up. Um, this coming weekend, we are a partner with um, a Hispanic organization out here that has done this for the last three years. It's called Carne Asada Fest, and there's a young yes. lady there who's just she's just she's amazing to work with. Um, But they're hosting that event at Gillies. So really, you know, tapping in like a a lot of our Hispanic brothers and sisters to to kind of just party it up with them. They bring out food trucks, um, obviously vending and then performances like last year. We did it. You had Big Tuck on stage. You had Paul Wall you had just a ton of great performers there. So yeah, we're partnering with them again this weekend. And then we have some other stuff coming up for, uh, Juneteenth and father's day, um, going into June.
0: Okay. Yes. That's what, that was what I saw. I thought, Oh, this looks cool. So, um, I'll be sure to, uh, post that as well for the folks that are in the DFW area that, um, that are not here and people that, uh, usually want to find out what's going on because someone just literally just asking what's happening because there was so much stuff going on this weekend. Um,
1: okay,
0: well, I won't delay your time, no, no, not at all. I appreciate you stopping by and um, y'all if there like I said if there's any other questions that if um, you put in the chat that I may have missed, um, I can still see that and the replays will be available. And um I can always forward it to Brandon and and the team. Thank you so much, Brandon. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have a few more minutes if we want to do any live questions. I'm I'm happy to answer uh anything okay. anything I can answer.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, does anyone have any questions uh for Brandon? No questions, not at all. I have one. Um, Brandon, have you heard of Barrel and Flow? Say it again? Barrel and Flow. Have you heard of Barrel and Flow?
2: I don't think so. Not off top, at least.
0: Okay. Well, let, let me let you know, uh, and you can uh, look, look it up on Instagram. Barrel and Flow is an event that happens uh, every August in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where the masses ascend to Pittsburgh, and it's all craft uh, craft beer and spirits and it is a cultivated experience for people of color to be together because just like in the spirits industry we're you know we're spread out but we are a mighty force and that's what barrel and flow is it's an experience for drinks music the whole nine yards okay um mm. that happens in august they do collaborations um where people from different like i did a collaboration with a brewery and they uh put out that beer during barrel and flow as well as happened it at their brewery mm-hmm. um but the other i guess akin to that it is also having spirits there so um it has grown, and it's there. It's all black-owned companies
1: oh, that wow. are involved. That's beautiful. In this. I love that. Um,
0: then we have Jen on the line, who is in next month, which I mentioned earlier, crafting uh, for Action Craft Beer Con. Uh, she is doing her conference, which is going to be on the third year. It is a virtual event. So I know, you know, we're telling you like last minute, but you can also look at it virtually, but she is in Atlanta and she also has a cultivating experience with, you know, Atlanta is like super um, beer centric and she is starting to incorporate spirit. So I'm doing a panel, which is going to be cigars and beer, and I'm, uh, like going head-to-head with a person that is a uh, cigar mm-hmm. salesperson for a estate, uh, and she's going to be doing whiskeys. And so we're going to pair off um, what, well, you know, and we may be doing on tequila. I'm not sure, but just those different things, those different entities um, that you possibly probably may see yourself in. Yeah, uh, just keep keep yourself, uh, you know, just keep yourself in tune and see those things. If you have that opportunity, if not this year, next year, it may strike your fancy because more than likely, a lot of people already are starting to know about you, and um, we would love, you know, all over the nation to have tequila to woodland. So I,
2: you and me both.
0: I had
4: a oh. question. You mentioned that you were. You guys are branching in other states
3: is Mm -hmm. ohio one of them and i know i just asked that because i know ohio is a controlled state so it's probably like one of those harder ones to get into
2: (laughs) it it is indeed um it ohio is not on our like immediate short list right now um but it it is one of those tough states like uh utah and virginia and there's a handful that are that are difficult to crack (laughs)
4: Yeah, it's trash. So that means Angie, you got to uh send me a bottle,
0: please. Thank you.
1: <laughs>
0: like, okay. Oh. Yes, well, and I I, I I heard I heard your request. Okay, thank you.
4: I do have one right. last question. Like I yes. I uh, I have a I own a cidery. So, um do you guys uh ever like or will you in the future uh sell any empty barrels that you may not use cuz I would Love
2: to put a cider in it and it being black on them, so that's yeah, that's actually. I've never been asked that question, I don't think we plan to right now, but um, please get my contact info from Angie. I would I love to stay connected, but that's a damn good question. I've never been asked. okay,
4: that. thank you. Well, I'm the first one, so when you do,
2: I want
0: the I got girl. You. please. Thank you. You got <laughs> you. I will you. <laughs> get your contact information. <laughs> Carl had a question, he said. Is green agave considered tequila or must it be blue agave? Blue I've
2: green, yeah.
0: I've never heard of green agave.
2: Blue blue Weber agave is really all you can use for tequila. Mm-hmm. There are so many types of agaves. Um mm-hmm. I, I I would not be shocked if you kept throwing out a bunch of ones that I haven't heard of. Um but there there are literally we ha- we actually I don't know who all is in, in the room is in Texas but we actually have agave in Texas. That grows in Texas um south texas um south and then like west texas is my understanding but uh those those create mezcal they don't make they don't make tequila they can't they literally they legally can't make tequila they can't even they can't even call their stuff call their stuff tequila there's a um there's a tequila board that basically gives you permission to use the name tequila or to say you're actually selling tequila like every bottle every everything like has to be stamped and has to be approved by them Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we went through uh, quite a bit of back and forth when we actually uh trademarked our name just because they own the trademark in the US and they own it in Mexico. So when we were going through our name, mm. we had to basically like almost I can't think of a better way to say it, but like redact the word tequila within our name. So we own the phrase tequila friends, but they own the word tequila. So it, it literally gets really specific and they're like very serious about you calling your stuff tequila.
0: Interesting, okay. Um, Coffee had a question. She said, she, what, what's your favorite Blanco cocktail that isn't a margarita? Uh,
2: honestly, right now, a, a ranch water, um, as random as that sounds. And I think, I mean, as I said earlier, uh, I'm a diabetic and it's just one of those drinks that's super easy. There's really no sugar in it. Um, and it's just kind of smooth and it doesn't completely kill the the taste of the tequila. But it's like no mm-hmm. no sugar for me.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Let's
2: see. I'm gonna up and... Drop hey, hook him, Carl. Hey, that's what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> see, you you redeemed yourself in my eyes. <laughs> All right. Very good. Uh, does anybody else have any questions for Brandon?
1: Yeah, I just want to say, man,
4: uh, big congrats on starting the tequila company. Uh, I just, man, just never thought brothers would get that far in tequila other than just drinking it, to start a business in it. It's awesome to see when this lets everybody know there's nothing
2: that we cannot do. And I appreciate that, bro. I do. Um, it's been a ton of learnings along the way, and lots of mistakes. Um, none of us actually come from the spirits industry, so it's yeah, it's been a it's been a hell of a learning curve, but a lot of fun, though. Cool.
3: Um,
2: well, thank you, Angie. Thanks again for having me. You. I Appreciate it.
0: I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Kendra. Do you have any last words before Brandon, please?
4: Nope, just thank you for coming on and looking forward to uh, getting
2: some more tequila. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good one.
0: All right. Thank you. Um, y'all, so uh, when he talked about tequila, I want to know, did y'all know that the state of Tennessee, actually a person in Tennessee has the right to
1: Dry January. And that's a black man. I do believe. That's, yeah, that's another one on there. Okay.
0: Found, Damn. Found that, out. found that out when we were in Nashville. Um, and outside of everything that I mentioned yesterday, uh, I mean, last Monday, another thing that Lifting Lucy got to do was go to a um, HBCU that's in Tennessee that is really doing great work. And they, I think one of the uh, professors, he has dry January. So you cannot say dry January without giving him some money. You know, as far as legal, just like Taco Tuesday, it's crazy. And I never would have thought that to be something to get uh until I saw that and I was like you know what I need to start opening my eyes to other things because things that we're saying that are you know for jokes and for just you know you take it as oh it's blah 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 somebody owns that so that was just a little tidbit from from last week that I forgot to mention um also, uh, Black Bear Delegates, we will be doing when we return, when I return from Atlanta, we're going to do another bottle share. and I'm just going to throw this out for for anybody else. I don't know if you've even thought about it. What we're going to do for uh, June, since it's going to be Father's Day as well as Juneteenth in that month, when we get back, we're going to do a bottle share, but not with beer. We're going to do it with spirits, that we we're only going to do Black-owned spirits for our bottle share, and it's going
1: to be one spirit
0: per person, and I need to know what they're going to bring, because they all can't bring Uncle Nearest, because there's gin out there, there's vodka out there. I was talking to Barrett with um, Black Man Brewing and he said that he found in Arkansas, Tony, I'm glad you're here so you can hear this because I want you to pick, it, pick
1: me up one, sweet potato. Sweet potatoes. Ivanka made with sweet potatoes.
0: And he's and he said, and I quote, It's fucking delicious. And I rarely hear Barrett cuss. But when he said that, when he said that, when as soon as he got back from wherever out of the country he was at and went to Arkansas to pick up this bottle, I was like, I gotta have this. I gotta see what this tastes like. He said it was phenomenal. Of course, it is a um a black owned um black on vodka and it is um a generational recipe that they've been making it and formulating it uh for some time so i'm going to find out exactly the name of it to see you know you might be on the lookout for it you may be able to sh- uh, pick it up just like you can do some of the other spirits that are out there um but let me ask y'all as far as liquors and things like that how has it been or have you seen more availability for getting spirits saying oh
1: yeah we ship out have y'all seen an upsurge of that y'all have to talk it all at one time yeah one at a time please I mean, honestly, I wasn't I wasn't too familiar with too
4: many uh, black-owned spirit brands until um, our previous guest, your friend Charles, um, mm-hmm. before he before he came on our call, I had seen a bunch of on some TikTok videos, and so he's put me uh-huh. on to a lot a lot of uh, a lot of good gems. It's just all about making sure mm-hmm. that you're in the right state to get So, but he's definitely uh, one of the most knowledgeable that I know. When it comes to um, uh, you know speaking and promoting about uh, Black-owned
0: spirits, so um, I will also put in Discord and I will also put it in uh, Stories. Coffee, if in um, the first order in Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, she found a Black-owned liquor store that sells uh, a lot of Black-owned brands so it's not only whiskey that we can get we can get um you know gin if you are answer gin or rum there's so many out there that you can kind of explore and it doesn't have to be as high as a giraffe's ass it can you know it could be a reasonable price and be good stuff um so i just employ for, just like we do with beer, um, and if you're like me and Kendrick and Ken, I, I believe Ken is one um, one of those boards where uh, I can have a beer, a liquor, and a cigar. I'm good like that. Uh, try something out different. You might you might find something that you like. Um, is anything going on in the world? Anything else? I'm, I'm. I see people in the room, so I. I see where I can get updates from Ken and Carl. Um, let's see. Who do I need to ask first? Ken, how was? Cause your Save the Turtles event was this weekend, correct? Or is it next week? I'm sure that was this weekend.
1: It was. It was this past weekend.
4: Oh. Call <clears throat> called me while I was taking a sip of tequila. <laughs> so you're fine. So
0: how did it go? Uh,
4: it was actually pretty good. This is our second time doing it. Um, we basically uh, reached out to the Turtle, Surviv- to Turtle Survival Alliance. Uh, they are a national group, but they also have like local chapters in different cities. Mm-hmm. And Fortunately for us, we have one here in Houston. Uh, for snapping turtles so we just reached out to a brewery to see if they would be willing to donate a dollar per beer purchased that would be donated back to the turtle survival Alliance and they sent me merch also to percent of the proceeds went to uh, right directly to the turtles Um, more specifically the Houston area and it was it was pretty cool man I got a lot of people come out uh, they haven't been to that particular brewery because uh, they were in, in, in between name changes. Um, and I was uh, fortunate for them to even like, you know, take on the event, uh, dealing with all the things they had
1: going on. Okay.
0: Okay. Um let let me make sure that I understood you. Is there a turtle sanctuary sanctuary in Houston that you can actually go to? Well,
4: unfortunately it's not. It's more kind of kinda like a satellite office to where they okay. basically what they're doing, uh uh Buffalo not Buffalo, yeah, Buffalo Bio it's overcrowded with snapping turtles. So they just basically come in, they they capture them and, and uh basically find them new homes because they are territorial turtles and it shouldn't be no more than 10 per like square mile or something. They said, and it's like hundreds. Whoa. So yeah. So the proceeds go to help them fund uh, the relocation and uh, the volunteers and crews that come from all over to help, excuse me, to help uh, relocate those turtles. Okay. Okay. That's
0: really, that's really cool. Um, so let me ask you this I'm, I'm, this is probably me being very uh, uh, boondocks like you so my assumption is more people that are not BIPOC or like oh yes we can't wait to donate
1: how did black folks
0: identify and get on board with coming
1: to
4: the event and participating in learning about the hurdle? Uh, Well, well, for starters, it's more on our brand itself. Uh, People who know who we are in the Houston area. Um, Also, I don't don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Freemasonry. I'm pretty sure most Black folk are. Um, In in the the Masonic structure, there is a group called Turtles, and I'm a part of that organization. So uh, we had like maybe about 20 or 30 of the members come out uh, to that degree. Uh, Also, uh, I'm missing the biggest part of it is um, May 20th is National Drink of Beer. Save a Turtle Day. That was started by the Turtle Survivor Alliance. Uh, National World Turtle Day is tomorrow. So it's 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 been out there. It was just that I, I saw that opportunity to bridge two people together because that's mainly what we were all about is getting more people to cuddle uh, it in front of a pint glass. So what better way to do is to try to bridge these two gaps together because that particular sector in Masonry is a drinking uh, degree. So everybody's already drinking not just in there just beer but alcohol. And I tell you one all the time, if you drink alcohol, you'll drink craft beer. You just gotta have the right one. And that was that was kind of the handshake right there.
1: Oh, um,
0: that is so cool. I like that. I love that. Um thank you, Ken. I'm I'm gonna have to remember to put that on my calendar because I didn't know I know I saw it in your in your advertisement, but I still was thinking that you had picked that i you know that y'all decided, oh, this sounds very catchy. I didn't know it was truly a a day, so okay, okay um Carl, how's it going? How's things going with um with the brewery. You have any updates for us?
3: (laughs) Good evening, everybody. Uh, We're still, we've been in limbo with TTB, which is the agency that issues the brewer's notice. Uh, Typically, it was on the website, it was represented that it's been about a 30-day turnaround. We're nearing day 70 and literally uh, just got some info back today uh speaking towards that the i guess the person that's been over that's over the approvals uh i guess better phrase they have like i guess they have a handful of people but they each get like their little cue and apparently this person has been out and he basically said that he's slow in addition to that so we're hoping that sometime within the next couple of weeks they will finally finish processing our application so we can at least start, you know, making stuff legally. And (laughs) in the meantime, uh, we've just been getting everything, the finishing touches sort of put on, you know, what we're trying to do. Um, I'm sure some people, if they happen to follow for the culture on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, we've been, you know, cleaning out tanks, uh, sanitizing, uh, hooking things up, everything now has power uh all the fermenters and the uh excuse me hot liquor uh, hot liquor tank it has uh, glycol running to it um yeah i guess that's uh i guess that's about the gist of it so we're expecting you know sometime this summer really we feel like um because if it's not uh it might be some smoke in the city because we we'll, we'll have i have no idea what's taking so long. it's been a particularly long process. Most of the brewers that I've spoken to they said by the time it got to the t t b part of the process it was almost like a a rubber stamp. but you know nothing comes easy uh so just keep us in your prayers um I mean, everything is is getting ready but um I, I i promise uh I can't wait to tell everybody an official uh grand opening. Yeah.
0: We are still excited. We we're we're, we want you to, you know, slow and steady as she goes. So I'm hoping that whoever that is will get off they rusty dusty and get their work done. Don't be I like, oh, my job. Because <laughs> we're, like, we're like, get somebody else to do it. No, we need whoever that is. We need you to do it, whatever that is.
3: Yeah, it would be nice. I'm hoping, though, that we maybe, the way things are, hopefully a small fire has been lit. And- we may be able to get a little bit of a uh, extra action just because we inquired. Because it is you're talking mm-hmm. about since approximately, I guess, since February, the very end of February, it's just kind of been you know radio silent. Like, yeah, we have your application, but it's just been sitting there. But I, I just again, it it's allowed us to do a lot of other things in preparation. Um, yeah. You know, as we get ready, uh, so we're not going to look at it as a complete, you know, negative. I just hate that we can't start actually making and storing stuff uh, because you don't want to necessarily run a file if they do decide, although unlikely, right. decide to go and do some type of a pre-inspection uh, prior to issuing our brewer's notice. So that's what's going on with us.
1: Okay.
0: And um, Ken, I know that you were on the call. And I saw, I think I saw um, people were congratulating Marvis for opening. So is the brewery open? That's what I was a little bit like.
1: I know. I did I miss? Them? Uh, they have a uh,
4: they having like the, the grand opening this weekend. Is what I saw on I, Fast Friends with oh okay, uh, well, on their okay. social media. So I'm just gonna yeah.
0: uh, okay. So I'm just gonna call Marvin and just tell him how I'm gonna. I'm very upset that I didn't get a yeah. invitation.
4: <clears throat> tell him. Tell him We were sitting
0: there waiting.
4: Yeah, I thought they had another another couple of months.
1: To be honest.
0: Yeah. He was literally just out here. Is like, oh yeah, we, you know, we got some stuff. We got to do some other stuff. da da da. da, da. And I was like, that's why I was like. What is, they congratulated him for as one? What's going on? Okay, so you know how you know how folks have a meeting after a meeting? Yeah. That's why I usually call and talk to <laughs> Like, did you hit it? <laughs> Man, this crazy. Okay.
4: They uh so they, I mean that place is massive. So they they're, they're opening in phases also. So they probably got the bulk of what they can open so they can start making some money but it's, it's supposed yeah. to be like a huge project
0: yeah its the coffee shop and the uh the restaurant part I think by that time that's when me and coffee gonna uh get on over there because it seems really cool
4: yeah I'm waiting for um, it
0: yeah I'm excited this is really good um well I know we have three more minutes but I wanted to give amani a shout out if y'all have not seen seen the latest discord uh please go if you're not a part of this please let uh send a note or a message to dm vm black and craft and i'll send you an invite but he put in one of the latest installments of the grow up and to uh with that when he put that out there um chris beerquest tv he posted his hops and his hop growth and it looks awesome what did you think about that imani i don't know if you're if you're taking the kids and if you can um get unmuted Yeah,
3: no, i can i can unmute it i hope everybody can hear okay. me well but every everything's going well um happy to see that that chris's hops are, are growing along and uh looking really good so you know like i said it can be a simple process um it's just one to Go about doing, you know, but I'm real proud mm-hmm. to see that Chris, uh, you know, has taken the, taken some of the advice and um, looks like he's going to have a good, a good crop, good harvest.
0: Yeah, he looked like a proud papa. So <laughs> look at my baby. It's so, looking okay. good.
3: It's looking
1: good. Cool.
0: All right. Well, that is really it for this evening. Thank y'all for coming. Um. Oof. I was gonna say who I had for next week But I don't remember and I don't think I have anyone for next week uh, Just yet um, So stay tuned, I guess And um, If there's anything that y'all might be doing Any bottle shares or anything like that You know, you can always send them to us And we will Um We'll share it in the stories, post it in the Discord, anything to continue to spread the word because it's like uh, throwing a pebble in a river. I may not be there, but there's somebody that I know, that you know, that they know that will come and show up. So until then, thank you all for coming. Um, And we will see you all next Monday at 7 o'clock, being black and Craft. Well, we recognize, we, we oh my gosh, my tongue is so high. No. We recognize our influence in crap here. I'm going to get a drink. All right, this is Angie. Y'all have a great night.